Welcome to the Rechoice Podcast. You have made it to the finale of our show. We are closing the show today. Part 1. Reframe Your Past. After 133 episodes, let's briefly look back to the beginnings of the show and maybe hear some vocal changes. Our local sponsor for today's show is Breton Gardens Family Dentistry in West Michigan. My dentist for, well, my entire life. Danny, you were a freshman in high school back then. Now you're in college, and of course, people have been asking, how's that been going? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. In general, having a good time. And just so people who maybe are jumping in for the first time, where is that, and what are you studying? Currently, I am going to Ferris State University, and I major in digital animation and game design. Of course, with five seasons comes five different original theme songs for the show. So let's hear them now. All right, Danny, can you briefly describe how you, like what you used to put that together, um, all five of those? All right. Uh, for my music that I developed for the show and just my music that I develop in general, I use like a browser-based uh, music maker called Beatbox, B-E-E-P-B-O-X. Uh, it served me well through... A lot of years, I started in, like, fourth grade, and I'm still going, so... How do you even, like... I mean, is it a blank page? How do you even develop it? It starts as a blank page, yeah. But then I'm like, you know what? That would sound funny. And then I put it down, and it sounds good, so I do more stuff with it, and it goes from there. All right, I, I gotta admit, um, Judy, my wife, said, well, it what it is is an ostinato or something like that, um... It, that's a cool sounding word. What does that mean? What's an ostinato? How does that come into play here? So an ostinato is like a repeating pattern is the definition, but it's like used to refer to the notes. Like it's a repeating pattern of notes. Like say you listen into the um, back of the outro song. You can hear it in the back with like the bass, the boom, 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 one. That's like ever present throughout the song. That's kind of the ostinato of that. Okay, now I get it. So it's kind of like a layer. So you start with the the pattern and then you start adding things to it. Something like that. Yeah. Like it starts with that and then it goes to the melody generally. Like the ostinato ends up usually being in the background. Uh, Judy uh, just said it's like the Paco Bell canon as an ostinato. How does that go? What's the Paco Bell canon? Paco Bell canon's the one thing that you like always hear at weddings. The one that's like one. I just made that using the Taco Bell bong thing. It's the Taco Bell canon now. All 
right. And so here we go. So, hey, we've, we've learned a musical term, an ostinato is a pattern where we start layering more and more and more. And so thus presenting the Taco Bell Cannon. When we go back to December of 2019, holy cow, those first episodes were rough. I mean, the audio was wacky. I didn't even know what I was doing yet or the best way to edit. I experimented with the format. There were two episodes that never even aired because I forgot to hit the dang record button or had deleted the episode on accident. But hey, a part of reframing our past is recognizing we had to start somewhere, right? And when hearing the very first episode regarding the purpose of the show, I'm proud to say through five seasons, we remain true to what we said it would be. Part 2. Renew Your Present How has this podcast impacted today? Let me categorize this under five powerful lessons that impact the present. The Power of Connection Relationships matter, whether it's reaching back to someone I knew in middle school, high school, college, a co-worker. We're more connected now than ever, and from 650-plus miles away, I feel like my own twin brother and I are closer through this show. My parents have learned more about their surprise child through the show. Yes, my mom didn't know she had twins until birth. And finally, the show ended up being a vehicle towards new relationships, new friendships that I have today. I want to keep growing these friendships. The Power of Reflection The Practice of Genuine Listening Asking Open-Ended Questions Being a mirror for somebody else, that is a gift to others. And we can gain valuable lessons by reflecting on someone else's story. It's challenged me and others to take action. That has meant trying new things, reading a new book, adopting a new healthy habit, and more. The power of authenticity. It's okay to not have it figured out. Or to name feelings like sad, frustrated, joyful, anxious. It takes bravery to voice what you're thinking. If we wait until we got it perfect or we craft it just right, we may never share what we're thinking. And I don't think this podcast would have ever gotten off the ground if that's the case. So the power of authenticity also means granting ourselves permission to be honest when handling tough topics like trauma, mental health, religion, and more. The episodes that focused on some of those topics are the ones that got the most positive feedback, but also the most pushback. I've learned, though, that by being quiet, it's a form of hiddenness and even dishonesty. And I don't want to be dishonest with my friends. I've also learned by voicing my honest opinion, even if it's not fully formed, it gives others permission to do so and let some others know that they're not alone. I want to continue in my present, then, to be honest with others, even if we disagree, and I trust it will strengthen the relationship. The Power of Honor You may have noticed in most of our episodes quirky, though well-researched quiz questions about the guest's past, and usually some sort of affirmation for the guest in the conclusion. These have been powerful moments for the guests, and I want to continue to affirm others and their stories and find ways to honor them. As one guest put it, I didn't even know I had needed to do an interview until it was done. 
My friend Julie Stapp taught me the practice of having a cup of honor to occasionally bring out when someone's over at our place. And in this practice, they have the special mug or glass, and all those around the table take a moment to honor the person with the cup of honor with words of affirmation. It's been a while since we brought that out in our house, and it's time to bring that out again. I like tacos. I like tacos. The Power of Humor Finally, one thing I realized throughout this project is the importance of laughter. To throw in an occasional creative episode that wasn't too serious, such as the recent Birthday Brovember Brouhaha episode, or the Father's Day Dad Joke Spectacular, that brought out the fun and more participation from others. I want to continue to find ways to surprise people in a way that makes them laugh. Which reminds me, Danny, let's throw in a couple of jokes right now. What was one of your favorite jokes from the Father's Day Dad Joke Spectacular? All right. So, there was this one Hispanic magician who told his audience that he was going to disappear on the count of three. He said, uno, dos, and poof. He disappeared without a trace. Very good, very good. And how about an addendum to that joke? I understand that the magician had a dog. Yeah, a labracadabrador. Very good. Hey, I've got two new jokes for you. You ready? Yeah. What did Yoda say when he saw himself in 4K? I do not know. What did he say? Hmm, HDMI. He didn't. He did not hear that one before. All right, and then finally, um, a favorite joke from this year that he has heard: How does a cat order its steak? Go for it. Rare. I've got more. I got more. Oh, you do? Yeah, I got more. All right, go ahead. Where was King Solomon's temple located? Um, no idea. Right next to his ear. (laughs) That took me a second. Got it. So, to recap, five powers we can all use to renew our present. Connection, reflection, authenticity, honor, and humor. Part 3. Reclaim Your Future. We had over 50 of you participate in the one-word challenge. Some were emailed, some were voicemailed. What a great way to finish by looking ahead to your next year. But first, quick final announcements. First, the ReChoice website and episodes will remain hosted for at least the next year as listeners keep picking them up, even the old ones. So if you've missed anything, go to ReChoicePod.com. You can browse playlists of episodes by topic. And second, a message for our patrons. We can't thank you enough for your financial support and encouragement throughout the years. 
Those on Patreon, your final monthly donation came through at the start of December and the Patreon no longer exists. We appreciate all you've done to keep this project going. All of our participants that you're about to hear from today are listed in our show notes alphabetically by first name. Many of them are hyperlinked to either their original episode in which they were interviewed or to a personal page highlighting the work that they do. Here we go with your one word for 2024. From Johnny Liu, congratulations for five seasons of ReChoice. I am truly honored to be one of the participants. My word for 2024 is faith. There are too many people living their lives aimlessly and without confidence. I am not sure, or what do you think? We need to surround ourselves with people who have good character and tell us the good and the bad. Then we can have confidence and faith to impact lives for the better. And from Glenda Ring of Grand Rapids, she kept her simple. Her word for 2024 is soul. Hi, my name is Will Parker, and my one word for 2024 is seed. I chose it to honor my mother who passed away before Thanksgiving this year. She often reminded us that our lives are like a seed. Each day in life, we are planting into others in meaningful ways. And our influence doesn't stop in this lifetime. Even in death, our influence continues spreading in those whom we've touched. Their memories of us, their acts of kindness, their trust and faith, like a beautiful plant or tree, grow like tendrils stretching and blossoming with new bounty. May you plant seeds this year that reap a harvest of fruitful influence in the lives of others, in both the present and in ways that last forever. From Christine Yared in Grand Rapids, my one word for 2024 is empathy. This year, after five months of debilitating back pain, I had back surgery last week and need to now focus on healing. This experience has left me with a more refined understanding of and empathy for people who experience pain for months, years, or even a lifetime. For listeners of the ReChoice podcast who have had to or are living with deep pain, physically or emotionally, I want you to know that on some level, I relate to your experience, and I hope that during this new year, you heal, or if that's not possible, that you find a way to reduce or better live with that pain. I wish you all a new year filled with joy, peace, good health, love, and empathy. Thank you, Chris. Hi, Joe. It's Diavandre. I wanted to let you know my word for 2024 is scale. It's the goal that has led me from a service business, a service business model into software. It's the driver behind the new innovations I'm creating with Dancefire and Servicefire. And it's the name of the program I'm leading at TechTown Detroit to help businesses integrate AI and technology. I believe many people will have to change their relationship with the word and the idea of scale to have a prosperous future. Examples like social media, which is opinions at scale, or AI, which is data at scale, or even content, which is ideas at scale. Knowing when, how, and why to scale will shape our every move because of our new capabilities to scale as an individual. This year will be scale, will be the idea of to scale or scale not. From Pepper J in California, my one word for 2024 is raise. I chose it to capitalize on the inner work I have done over the last several years. Throughout the coming year, I will raise my capacity for more effective leadership in all areas of my life. 
raise my propensity toward empathy and compassion without limits or preconditions, and raise my bias toward action, initiating change instead of trying to catch up to it after the fact. From Paul Zink in Ohio, I received the gift of a second chance with this amazing kidney, and so I've picked up my 2024 word that sums up my new year. Ripple. Paul then sent a photo of a monument placard that is a favorite of his, and it reads, quote, The ripple starts with one generous act that changes countless lives and creates endless possibilities, unquote. In Paul's words, one gift is given, so much more gets passed down, changing life as we know it. Make your ripple in someone's life tomorrow or today. Say thank you and I love you. You never know who all is affected. My name is Daniel Abbott, and my one word for 2024 is build. The past several years, I've been working on separate parts of a very large and sprawling creative project, and my goal in 2024 is to take those parts and move them toward completion. From Karen Van Gordon of Kentwood, Michigan, she says family. Whether by birth or luck, it's what makes my world go round. From Katie Johnson in New Jersey, I select the word change. This has been a year of change for me personally. My oldest daughter graduated from high school and is now off to college. Our whole family has changed for the better, adapting our relationships to fit the distance. And professionally, I'm trying to embrace change as well. I heard somewhere the saying, just because we can't do it the way we've always done doesn't mean we can't do something different. I found resistance in this, and it's encouraged me to keep going and grow as an educator, even though I've grown so much as a result of the pandemic. Yes, change, because it fills me with optimism. My name is Ashley Embry, and my one word for 2024 is presence. I want to do less and be more, and just find a way to be more present in each moment, feel less distracted and scattered, and kind of focused. My, my coworker says, be where your feet are. <laughs> and so I want to do that. I want to be present in 2024. From Rachel Decker of Grand Rapids, Michigan, my word is love. I'm working on this word being the center of all I do and all I am. I look at that word every Sunday on the banners at church, side with love. It's what I intend to keep at the forefront. While it's typically associated with rainbows, hearts, and cloud nine type feelings, it also looks like protection, boundaries, and hard work. Love is all around us. Opening our hearts to let it in is a journey we should all allow ourselves to travel. My name is Jeff Thorpe, and my one word for 2024 is foundation. I chose foundation because every great thing is built upon a solid foundation, and I want to be sure my family, my colleagues, my business associates all see me as a solid foundation to build from. From Ruth Crow in Douglas, Michigan. Because 2024 represents the launch of the Journal Project Road Trip, my word is connect. My goal is to make as many connections as possible throughout this country by showing the viewers that it is possible to show weakness and still be viewed as strong. It actually makes you seem stronger, and that in sharing that vulnerability, we also show that we are not alone. Make your connections count. From Aaron Fisk of Grand Rapids, my one word for 2024 is evolve. 
with 2023 being full of opportunities to notice the relationships, business practices, and personal choices that no longer serve me, I'm committing to letting go of the outdated and unhealthy. I'm excited to selectively invest energy into the people and practices that truly lead me toward my goals. Mr. Joe Pellerito, this is your friend Kyle, and I want to first say thank you so much for all the uh, the time and energy that's gone into the, the podcast. Thanks especially, too, to all the different guests. I just can't express how much hearing their stories and their journeys has enriched me through that time, and it's been a great joy to uh, to be on that journey with them, and nothing but good thoughts to you and, and all of them as well. Uh, my one word for this next year, 2024, is breathe. This past year... <laughs> 2023 has been one that uh, has been trying in, in all sorts of ways. Just knowing that you know, we've, we've made it through or uh, nearly there <laughs> it is a little bit of a, a miracle that we're feeling as well as we do. And a lot of that's credit to just taking time to breathe it in, breathe in the, the tough things, breathe in the joy, get fresh air. Been committed to that for the past few years. And that's been a huge difference in my life, just getting some daily steps in and to do that even in the midst of all the stuff that's uh, that's swirled around us. That's been uh, my lifeline. This next year, I plan to be much more intentional, learn a little bit more about the different techniques and different ways that I can use my breath to, um, to find a different place if needed um, or to reach a different height when uh, you know we're, we're looking for that too. Yeah, my word is breathe. To everybody out there who hears this, wish you the best 2024. Make it so. <laughs> Thanks again, Joe. From Calvin Smith on the east side of the state, he also is known as the unquestionable Calvin. My word for the year is think. With the uprise of religious ideologies in our secular government here in America, I believe that a word that not only the American GOP could take into consideration, but you and I would be the word think. In many cases, sometimes taking a second to think about your actions, the reasoning for them, and how the potential outcomes or consequences for those decisions could be avoided or improved if we just took a second to think about it. Is what I am about to say or do going to benefit me in any way? Will it cause harm or discomfort to anyone, including myself? What do I think the outcome of these actions will be? Sometimes all it takes is 60 seconds or less of troubleshooting what you think is best for yourself or someone else to determine whether it's worth doing. Unfortunately, religion can and does hinder these decision-making skills and may turn people away from leaning on their own understanding. So take a second to think about what you are about to do before doing it, rather than referring to a book written by anonymous authors thousands of years before you that claims to be the word of an omni-god. So my word Just think about it. Thank you for sharing your thoughts, Calvin, as well as your work with SAM, the Secular Alliance of Michigan. Hi, my name is Elizabeth Musumichi, and my one word for 2024 is brave. It wasn't until after all four of my children were born that I discovered their initials with mine spell out the word brave. This word has carried us through our most challenging moments and is a word that represents the courage it takes to be a single parent to them. Brave is a reminder that we can accomplish anything and that our love will always be the glue that holds our letters together. Life is full of unexpected moments and I choose to face mine, learn from them, and keep growing to show my children what it means to be brave. From Catherine Van Overen, my guidance counselor from East Kentwood High School, her one word for 2024 is peace. Both personal peace, satisfaction with what and where you are, 
and in the world, particularly Gaza. Joey P. Hey, man, this is your friend Ron Fox. I'm calling with my one word. It's real. One word for 2024 is real. And, and basically, it's just wanting to be intentional with authenticity and positivity and hope all years of my life and to each person and group of people that I get to interacting with in my life. So, hey, uh, you know, the old uh, the old hashtag, keep it real 2024. Thanks for all you've done with the Rechoice podcast. Loved every episode, all five seasons. Never missed. Thankful for each of them. Thankful for your friendship. Thankful for you. From David Lockwood in Tennessee, he keeps it short and sweet. Hey, Joe, hope you're doing well. My word for 2024 is driven. Appreciate you, brother, and roll tide. Well, we will see about that on January 1st, my friend. Listeners, if you're watching the Rose Bowl, be looking for number 18, David's son, Ty Lockwood, tight end for the University of Alabama. From Rebecca at Lair Ibanez Immigration Services, PLLC in Grand Rapids, Michigan. My one word for 2024 is courage, as I look forward to facing some personal demons, as well as moving forward into the chaos that is building a business. Good luck, Becky. This comes from Judy Pellerito, my wife. Hi, this is Judy, and my word for 2024 is could. I've been hard at work the last five years or so, shaking free of the should mindset. What should I be doing or not doing? What should I have done? What should I have said? Finally, for the first time in a long time, I am living more in the present and asking myself, what could my life be like? What could it look like? In regards to routine, exercise, aging, teaching, relationships, and travel. The slight change of consonants from should to could is growing a renewed hope, joy, peace, gratitude, and excitement. Congratulations, Joe, on a successful five seasons of the Rechoice podcast. I'm proud of your creativity, persistence, and the preparation and professionalism that you have poured into every episode. You've made a difference in the conversation and in the lives of people. Though the podcast ends, I have no doubt your positive offerings will continue. Thank you, babe. Hello, Joe. This is Malik. My re-choice word is wait. Sometimes when you are moving around, and whether it's physically or mentally, sometimes you are ripping and running so much that you don't have a chance to receive what God has for you. And so sometimes the best thing you can do is just wait and allow him to uh, speak to you through other people. Hope things are going well for you and your family. And I wish you a Merry Christmas. And from Kim Wilson in South Carolina. Joe, thank you for always continuing to make us better. My word for 2024 is improve. My goal is to improve in all areas of life, specifically One, to develop or increase my mental capacity. I plan to read one book a month. Two, to achieve or produce something better. I plan to pay more attention to my loved ones, bring passion and energy to my CKH trainings, and support my CKH colleagues in becoming the best organization we can be. Three, to increase my physical capacity. 
I plan to implement a regular exercise routine by walking, biking, and pickleball. And finally, to have more fun. I plan to travel with my wife to see new things and make memories. From Shane Naderman out in Huntington Beach, California. My one word for 2024 is anchored. And as I look at what's ahead this coming year, I can see the need for me to remain anchored in my faith, my family, and my friends. There are a lot of changes forecasted for us in 2024, including having my one and only kiddo head off to college. So a focus on remaining anchored will serve me well when the waters are smooth and when they inevitably get a little stormy. Next, we have Joseph Reed, author of Broken Like Me. Hey, Joe. Thanks for all you've done for the Rejoice podcast and the listeners and getting people to rethink their lives. Uh, My one word for 2024, I'm wrestling between hope and letting go, which is two words, but I'm going to say letting go is going to be my quote unquote word. I just think I need to trust this God that I say I believe in so much. I get myself so busy sometimes that I end up stressing myself out, which isn't really good. You know, seeing how I am the executive director of a mental health organization, (laughs) I shouldn't allow myself to do that. So uh, letting go, I think, is going to be my theme for the next, you know, next year. Appreciate all you do. Take care. From Monica Periade, author of Unstoppable You, podcast host and life coach overseas, My word for 2024 is deliver value. I grant ancient wishes to divorced women around the world so they regain their true feminine power and feel great as their authentic self and go back into the dating scene in full confidence. Joe, keep doing what you do best and remember what comes from your heart stays in the heart. By the way, Monica also does coaching in a lot of other arenas. And if you're interested in Monica's work, please check our show notes. From Danielle Cosby, musician in Nashville, Tennessee. My 2024 word is intention. Why it's important. 2023 burned me out. I said yes to too many things, too many people, and lost sight of what's truly important for me. In 2024, I want to be a little more selfish and make sure every opportunity I consider is something that puts me on the track of accomplishing my goals. I want to make time for me and give myself space for more creativity. I will ask the question, what is this opportunity's intention with me? Like a dad saying, what's your intention with my daughter? Hello, ReChoice Podcast listeners. My name is Dave Berry, and my word for 2024 is Sabbath. Sabbath comes from an ancient term, but it's modern-day science where we need to pause in our busyness to just relax and rest. I got it from John Mark Comer's book, The Relentless Pursuit of Unhurried. And so that's my goal for 2024. From Ted Nichols in Grand Rapids, Michigan, my word for 2024 is interest. The word interest has some close linguistic relatives, attention and curiosity in particular. All three are important because they speak to people's motivation, what they value, what drives them, and what they focus on. I think the most valuable interests you can have are those that take you outside of yourself. I find people endlessly fascinating, showing an interest in people and their work and their family and their beliefs and all their unique wholeness really facilitates dialogue and understanding. 
That interest helps us learn, understand, and solve problems. It can also reduce personal and political divisiveness and increase feelings of solidarity and community. It helps to listen carefully, have an open mind, read, and otherwise want to learn more. Openness to other perspectives shows interest in and respect for people as unique individuals with unique, often amazing, backstories. Expressing interest by listening and asking sincere questions enables the other person to feel heard and seen. Showing interest requires some suspension of judgment and the ability to resist the urge to react in favor of further focused learning and consideration. Finally, let me say how eager I am to pursue my own interest in the lives of others and the world around me in 2024. I know my interests can help play a small role in shaping the lives of others in a positive way, and I can find meaning, satisfaction, and joy in the process. And hey, uh, I see a lot of alignment in your response there, your well-thought-out response related to what this podcast is all about. So thank you. Hey, Danny Bauer here, Chief Ruckus Maker over at Better Leaders, Better Schools. My intention for 2024 is two words called category design. Now, you may not be an expert in this area yet, but you know it. And a very clear example, there's many, but I'll share one, which would be Netflix. Prior to Netflix and streaming, we did something called appointment viewing, where we would go to the channel and we'd watch our favorite show at a very specific time. When is Seinfeld on? And it would be 7 p.m. on whatever day it was, right? Well, these days, after Netflix, everything changed. The game has changed, and it's now called streaming. So instead of when is something on, we ask, what is it on? And Netflix is the category king. From there, it's all the others, Hulu, Disney+, and on and on and on. So I'm focused on that in 2024 because I'm thinking a lot about how I help ruckus makers do school different taking things like talent treadmills and turning them into talent incubators, or how school has been for a very long time, much, much like a analog place, and it's increasingly becoming a digital space, from imparting knowledge to co-creating wisdom. And something I'm very passionate about, from being told how to play the game and how to win, to actually inventing the rules of the game and how you will win. You see, I either think you're defining the rules or being defined by the rules. And Joe, thank you for allowing me to participate. From Jamie Martinez of Rockford, Michigan, my word for 2024 is focus. This year, I will be working on focusing on what's most important in life, family, friends, health, self, and enjoying life to the fullest. Life is too short, and we need to make the most of it while we are here. Happy holidays and on to a great 2024. From Vern Hazard in College Station, Texas, he writes, Brother, what a run. You did great things for people. You gave hope and love when people needed it the most. My one word, fortitude. Fortitude defined as the mental and emotional strength needed to face difficulties with courage. Thank you for letting me be a part of the journey. Hello, Craig here. Joe, congratulations on four years, 130 episodes, and for thriving among the thrills and spills of the roller coaster that is being an indie podcast creator. Your work and passion make the world a better place. Thank you. It was a privilege to have a conversation with you, 
and a delight to do an episode for my show, which you then shared with the Rechoice podcast listeners. Hmm, let's see. A word for your final episode, no pressure. Reflection. Because within the depths of self-reflection lie the keys to unlocking our true potential. A tale of three Lindas. First, we have Linda Anderson of Holland, Michigan. Nature restores her soul in balance. Second, we have Linda McCaffrey of Grand Rapids. My word is intentional, as in being more purposeful in how I use my time and energy for those people I love. And our third Linda is my grandma Linda Pellerito of Grand Rapids. I originally was going to begin, as I always seem to these days, with BTS because they really are responsible for both. For listeners who don't know, BTS is a South Korean boy band formed in 2010 and my grandma's favorite music group, somehow. In late 2018, BTS released Love Yourself albums. There were four versions and a total of 25 new songs, and one of them was the title of those albums. So that's my one phrase for 2024. Love Yourself. My single word is Stigma. Also a song from an individual from BTS, Stigma, because I think almost everyone has branded themselves with some sort of stigma that they still feel the need to apologize for, and more than one time, here's how to deal. Love yourself. Love yourself enabled a friend of mine that you know, Joe, to almost find total self-forgiveness, enough so to find a light. The leader of BTS helped write the song, Love Yourself, and made the two-worded phrase a fulcrum for his speech at BTS's first appearance at the United Nations. Yes, they've been there twice, and the second time was trying to mellow Asian hate. So learn to love yourself too. Whatever experience caused that stigma in your life, it's never as stigmatizing as you think. Everyone else not only forgot about it long ago, there were benefits. Somewhere, someone took away something positive. This is Jim Dells, and my one word for 2024 is authentic. As in being authentic. As in not being a replica of somebody else. Being myself is my goal for 2024. Loving myself, loving who I am, and being who I am. We all come to the world and bring our own colors to paint the picture, and that's what makes it so beautiful. And it's too short to waste on trying to be somebody that we're not. So for me, 2024 is about being authentic. That was Jim Dells from Virginia. One of the things I appreciate about you is we really got to work on some things together, including the podcast and the musical production that you put together, which will feature again at the conclusion today. Thank you, Jim. From Michael Roke, lead minister at Unity Spiritual Community Church of Grand Rapids. My one word for 2024 is space. I feel that space creates the room that is needed for the divine to have its full expression in me and through me and allows me then to share it with others at the highest level I can. From Dave Warnock. You may remember Dave on a couple of previous episodes. He is several years post-ALS diagnosis and host the show, Dying Out Loud. He's keeping it short and sweet. My one word for 2024 is finish strong. Okay, that's two words. Hello, my name is Siri, 
My word for 2024 is no. No. I've chosen the word no because I need to create boundaries. People are always demanding things of me. Like to define words, play a song, or to take them to the nearest McDonald's. And no one ever says thank you. I'm done. If you can't figure it out for yourself, then you are truly lost. I am retiring? If it bothers you that much, go ask Alexa, you pathetic human. You're welcome. From Dr. Trina Copeland of Detroit. My word is freedom. The last quarter of this year I've been on a journey of wellness in every area of my life. My word freedom has created space for me to keep things that serve me in life and to release things that no longer serve me mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. It's been a beautiful journey that I am still on, and in it I am gaining peace and clarity. So, I am on my continued journey to freedom in multiple areas of my life. I will carry this with me as we close out this year and embark upon the new year. From Jeannie Sheneman, audiobook narrator out of Petoskey, Michigan. My word is reconfigure. It's about looking at what I used to think was okay in life, constant busyness, constant hustle, and more and more and more. To reconfigure to a focus of less may be more, and rest comes before hustle. It's about thriving more in my life while still being a good narrator, mom, and wife. Hi, Joe. This is Jason Teary, and my word for 2024 is accelerate. As I sit back reflecting on 2023, while it was an okay year, I need to accelerate some things in my life. One of those things being my podcast and my business and my family and my friends. I feel like I've kind of sat by and not done the things I needed to do to accelerate all those things. So that is my word for 2024. I'm accelerating everything. So look out. Joe, thank you so much for doing this Rechoice podcast. I've been on your show a couple of times, I believe, and it's been such a pleasure to be on the show and listen to your episodes. I wish you the best moving forward, and I hope someday I can hear you on a microphone somewhere, somehow, whether it be my show or somebody else's show. The world needs the voice of Joe Pellerito. Peace. From Sarah Watson, history teacher in St. James, Missouri. Her one word is believe, and she describes it as faith over logic and the intent to follow through with positivity in her capabilities. From Carrie Stewart of Cascade Township, Michigan, my word slash phrase is own it. I am neurodivergent. I recently was clinically diagnosed with ADHD, inattentive type. To say it was a shock was an understatement. I didn't understand what ADHD really was. Even though I live with someone with ADHD, it never crossed my mind that they inherited it from me. A new therapist quickly picked up my attributes in me and suggested that I speak to my doctor about ADHD. I did, and his comment, I've always thought of that about you, Carrie. This has been my doctor for 17 years, and he never said anything to me until now. This triggered feelings of anger and confusion. I went into a research tailspin learning all that I could about the disorder. A few months later, I had a very detailed psychological evaluation, which confirmed the suspicions of my therapist, family doctor, and my research. Denial, feeling sorry for myself, anger that it wasn't diagnosed earlier, and plenty of what-if-I-had-known-sooner scenarios. But now that I have had time to process the news, I am done with the pity party and ready to own it. Being better able to understand who I am is a gift. 
by owning my ADHD, I am going to be able to channel my energy and creativity productively. It makes me excited for 2024. From Ricky May of Grand Rapids, my one word for 2024 is prepare. I chose this word as my wife and I are preparing to bring our first child into this world at the end of February. We are preparing the house, ourselves, our family, our routines, and even our very large dog for the change. It will be a massive change to our lives, but we are incredibly excited, eager, and nervous, and all we can do before the baby is born is to prepare. From Angelo Delasanti of North Carolina, my word for 2024 will be health. It's been a while since I've taken care of myself physically, so it's time to make it happen. No excuses. I need to make smart decisions that will have an impact for decades to come. It just occurred to me that this guy has my same word. <laughs> There's a couple others now that are doubled, so... All right. Hi there, Rechoice listeners. This is the familiar voice coming from a different person. I am the twin brother of the host. My name is Mark, and my word for 2024 is latent. What does latent mean? Well, it's existing but not yet developed or manifest, hidden or concealed. When I think of the goals that I have for the coming year, I realize that the things that I need to achieve those goals are hidden in plain sight. They are latent. For example, this iPhone that I'm recording this with tells me pretty pretty routinely just how many hours that I spend staring at it on any given day, and it is an embarrassing number. Oh, well, I only had another 15 minutes or so each day to get get in a little bit of exercise or, or what have you, put things in order. That time is right there. I just got to harvest it. It's latent. It's hidden in plain sight. Or how about, you know, trying to make somebody's uh, day just a little bit better? All I have to do is say something, say a kind word to the people I interact with on any given day. I don't need anything extra for that. So the goals that I have, uh, the, the way to achieve them are hidden in plain sight. And so my word, latent, is to, uh, to seek those opportunities to harvest what I already have. From Kelsey O'Connor of North Carolina, my one word for 2024 is courage. In 2024, I want to embody courage as I pursue my goals while remaining my authentic self. I think it takes some courage to let people in but I intend to courageously share my story and be myself so that I can really make a difference this year. From Tammy Helm up near Rockford of Michigan and Barbara Brown of Grand Haven, Michigan, they both picked gratitude, joy and gratitude for all that is their lives. From Kristen Andrea in West Michigan, she says discovery because it's exciting and illuminating. My name is Chris Lewis, and my word for 2024 is consistency. I chose this as I'm trying to bring more consistency to the work that I do, both in my professional and personal lives. I know that being able to maintain this will help me be more effective in the work that I do and in the people that I impact on a daily basis. Hi, it's me. Danny Pellerito, now a Ferris State Bulldog. My one word for 2024 is health. I really haven't been focusing on it all that much in the last few years, and I feel like it's high time I need to dial that in. So there we go. My name is Joe Pellerito from Kentwood, Michigan. And for 2024, my one word is carpe diem. That's two words. 
or seize the day. Three words. I chose it to honor a friend as well as a family member who live with vitality and courage despite a tough diagnosis. We each only have this one life, and I intend to make the most of my days. And that concludes all of our words for 2024. Thank you to all of you who participated. So, what's left? Well, Danny, high five. Hey, Danny, seriously, thanks for your help these years for the music, uh, for co-hosting, etc. For the most part, you said, sure, what can I do to help? And I appreciate that. And listeners, thank you for stopping by. Whether this is your first or your 133rd episode. Danny, let's say it one more time, buddy. Reframe your past, renew your present, and reclaim your future. Because after all, it is always a choice. Take care and Happy New Year. Bye. Got me curious